0: The show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thank you for listening, everyone. Happy June, everyone. The birds are chirping, the sun is shining, and summer is right around the corner. And since it's the first Monday of the month, it is time for another MKM challenge. If you're new to the show, each month for the past few months, I've been throwing down a financial challenge for myself as well as the listeners of this show. The goal of these challenges is to help us to improve our finances and better our family's future. I know I've had some great wins, like chopping down our grocery bill by one-third and getting my five-year-old daughter Zoe started on a chore and reward system. When I see Zoe putting away her own laundry, I am one. Happy dad. Last month, I challenged the listeners of this show to live on a monthly budget. This process of living on a monthly budget assigns every dollar you earn to a purpose, a function, a role. That way, those dollars don't go wandering off. (laughs) For example, if you make, let's say, $2,000 per month, your budget gives each of those dollars an assignment until they are all gone. That is the essence of a zero-based budget. No dollar stragglers in this budget, baby. (laughs) Now, if you're married, it is super helpful to have a monthly get-together to discuss your budget, where you're spending your money, what are the things you're saving up for, and most importantly, what are your long-term hopes and dreams and wishes for your marriage and your family. By living on a monthly budget, our listeners may experience future side effects such as bloated bank accounts, increased net worth, and an adverse reaction to debt. (laughs) My wife and I have been budgeting for over seven years now, and the continuous get-togethers have helped us to realize our dreams, like eliminating our consumer debt, building up our proper-sized emergency fund, and making a plan to pay off our mortgage by the end of this calendar year. Yeah, super excited about that one. Oh, and definitely some fun stuff, too. (laughs) The budget helps us to plan and save up for vacations with the family, birthday parties for our little kids, and the oh-so-crucial date night. (laughs) Like anything in life, though, if you have the right tools, you'll be a lot more successful in getting the job done right. Last month's challenge included three different budgeting tools to help kick off The Monthly Budgeting Habit. The first one was just a simple spreadsheet. I provided this for free on the website at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 33 if you want to check it out. This was the same budget form Nicole and I used when we got married. I just pasted it into a Google Sheets form so people could easily access it. So check that out if you want that. And the second one was Mint. This is an online budgeting program that automatically syncs with your accounts. Nicole and I have been using Mint for the last five years. It has been a huge tool. A huge tool, that actually doesn't sound like a compliment. It's been a huge help in our financial journey together. Uh, To help people get started with that one, I included an article that I wrote entitled Create Your Budget on Mint in 10 Simple Steps. I'll include that one in the show notes as well. And the third and final option I provided was a free trial to WinAB or You Need a Budget. A lot of my personal finance blogger friends love WinAB. Catherine Hanna from Making Your Money Matter enjoys it and makes some awesome tutorials. I will link to those in the show notes as well. Philip and Julia Olson from The Art of Finance say WineAB, you need a budget, takes your budgeting to a whole new level. So, for my portion of the challenge for the month of May, I plan to give WineAB the old college try. I had been using Mint for a while there, and there's a lot of excitement around WineAB, so I figured I'd try something new. And evidently, I love these types of financial nerdery challenges, so right up my alley. Uh, This month, I get double nerd points because I budgeted in both Mint and YNAB. (laughs) Uh, I need need another hobby, evidently. (laughs) So how did my experience go, you might ask? Well, there were three quick... I'll give you guys three quick pros of working on YNAB. The first one was you can only budget money that you physically have. I liked this a lot. As opposed to Mint where you can project your income for the month and budget accordingly, YNAB only allows you to budget money that you have in your bank account. This was a whole new way of looking at things for me, and I really liked it, actually. The second pro was if you go over your budget in a category... You have to reallocate the funds. So in Mint, if you go over your budget, you get this nasty little red bar or an indication that you've exceeded your allotted budget for a specific category. Let's call it groceries. But in YNAB, you need to actually find another category in your budget to take money away from. So this provides you some more accountability here in YNAB. And again, I like that. The third pro was the live tutorials they provided. They're free, intuitive, and they were extremely helpful. I joined one of these tutorials, and it was a huge confidence booster for me. I started to understand the philosophy of the system and how it worked and why the budgeting uh, process worked the way it did in YNAB. And the tutorial was live, so I got to ask some follow-up questions to to the presenter as well. So I really only had one con, but it was a major con that made the month tough for me with WineApp. I could not for the life of me get my wife's credit card into the system. And I tried the import feature and it wouldn't work. I contacted the support folks. They were actually really extremely helpful and responsive But even after getting the account to connect, Wynab still, still to right now to this day, does not automatically import Nicole's credit card purchases. So without that auto import, using Wynab, adds a bunch of additional work for me. And with the 1,000 million trillion things I do each month as a father, husband, full-time employee, blogger, podcaster i'm even trying to run a marathon this year too many things my budgeting needs to be simple that is why i'm sticking with my steady eddie mint (laughs) it's worked well for us for five years the import feature works like a charm the app is super convenient and it is free The kind people at Wine have extended my free trial because I was having trouble loading my wife's credit card information. I will try, again, I will try my best to get it to work for me over the next couple weeks. But if I'm not successful again, I'm going back to my first budgeting love mint. (laughs) I would love to hear how you all fared in your budgeting adventures this month. Please leave me a comment at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 33, that same link I mentioned earlier. If you had trouble getting into budgeting this month, that is okay. Please don't get discouraged. Budgeting is just like any other skill. Practice makes perfect. The benefit of this skill, though, is that it'll help you create some massive wealth. You've had a really long week. Let's say you had a big project at work and it kept you up late at the office a couple nights in a row. It's now Friday and you're in the car and you're singing free-falling on your ride home from work like Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire. You guys have seen that scene, right? You're partying. You're feeling good. You pull your car into the garage and walk inside. Your wife greets you and says hey baby great news my mom has the kids tonight let's go to dinner you're excited you're feeling good you're pumped this is going to be a great night and it's going to lead to a great weekend you get ready quickly so you can get a jump start on your evening of freedom no kids adult conversation with the wife woohoo You start driving down your street, you make your way to the restaurant, it must be your night because it's green lights the whole drive. When all of a sudden, wham, an F-150 blows through a red light and smashes into the side of your sedan. You and your wife are rushed to the nearest hospital, but after all of the doctor's efforts, they unfortunately are not able to keep you or your wife alive. Grandma, who is watching your two kids, is informed of the horrible news. Plans for your funeral, arrangements for the kids, and your assets are all discussed with your extended family. A search for your last will and testament begins, but unfortunately, there is no will to be found. Is there? Or is there? According to USA Today in 2015, 64% of Americans do not have a will in place. That is a lot of people that are leaving it up to the states or the courts to decide how their assets are distributed or where their kids will live or how their funeral is handled This F-150 situation could happen to any of us at any time. Life is unpredictable like that. What we do have in our control is how we prepare. My challenge to the listeners of this show this month is to get a last will and testament in place by the end of this month. It is extremely easy I developed an article called Create the Family Will in Six Steps and I'll include it in the show notes at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 33. But in short, I want to give the uh, six steps to you guys on the show so they are as follows. Number one, answer some important questions with your spouse. Like, number one here, if we both die, who do we want the executor of our will to be? And the second one, Who do we want the guardian of our kids to be if we both die? And lastly, what special arrangements do each of us want to celebrate our lives? Do we want to do a funeral? Do we want to do ashes? Uh, Okay, so number two, second step, talk to the people you've designated and let them know. So if you've chosen your sister or your brother or your parents to be the guardian of your kids, let them know. Don't let it be a big, you know, surprise when the will is read. Number three, choose a will creation service that works best for you. There are great online services like LegalZoom or Quicken Willmaker or U.S. Legal Forms. Nicole and I used U.S. Legal Forms originally, and the process was super easy. And uh, we were able to get a document that allowed us to update it as needed, too. If you've been divorced or have children from other marriages or have property in other states or you own a business, some, you know semi-complex situation, I would consider seeking out a trusted lawyer as opposed to doing one of these online systems. But if you've got a pretty straight up situation, try one of these out. Number four, find a notary and two witnesses. A notary is a person who's licensed to actually witness you and your spouse signing the will. Nicole and I found a handy-dandy version of this at the local U- UPS store just down the street from where we are. They had a notary service and luckily two nice people were there to be witnesses as well. <laughs> so number five, store your will in a safe place. Make sure it's dry, make sure it's cool, and make sure it's away from light. We also allow our executor to know where it is so they can access it. Number six, number six, Review your details annually and update as needed. So let's say you do have the will in place already. Way to go. When was the last time you reviewed it? Is there a new child in your life? Uh, Do you still want your kids to go to the same people you guys designated originally? Make sure you update it as your life updates. I set a Google reminder for myself to review once a year to check these details. That helps me, but make sure you do whatever works for you. Now, Nicole and I already have our will in place, but we do not have a living trust. So this is a document that essentially transfers all assets into a trust instead of in our name so we can avoid probate court and the fees that come with it. I've actually heard conflicting details on whether we need one or we don't need one, So for me this month, my goal is to do some further investigation into whether our family needs a living trust or not. I'm not positive, I gotta do a lot of work there. Uh, A lot of conflicting advice. I'll plan to report back to you all on the first Monday of July and let you know how my investigations went. So the challenge has been laid down everyone who is in for the month of June. Please leave me a comment at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 33 and let me know how your will preparation is going. Or if you have one already, that's great. Please let me know that you did it and you're feeling comfortable and why you did it. With this simple activity, you are protecting your entire family. Don't forget all those links that I mentioned during the show, including the step-by-step Mint article, the step-by-step Will Creation article. These are all free. This is cool. I'm giving a bunch of free stuff away, man. And, uh, you know, free trial, the YNAB. Again, free, 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 free. They are all at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 33. I've mentioned that link quite a few times. I don't think you're going to forget it. (laughs) If you're enjoying this family-empowering podcast and site, please come on over and join our community. I'm sharing the latest content and free resources straight to your email. That community gets access to all of the financial goodies first. Come to marriagekidsandmoney.com and click on Join Our Community at the top of the page. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Pablo Picasso. Action is the foundational key to all success. Let's take some action and protect our families, everyone. Carpe diem.